Hello, everybody, and uh, thank you to Susan and CMBA for letting us take over this podcast. I'm uh, on here with a good friend of mine, someone I've known for quite some time, and uh, someone who's been in this industry, and I'm really excited to talk to him, uh, John Irvine, Chief Production Officer at uh, Change Mortgage. John, good to see you. Yeah, good to see you, Josh. Thanks uh, for having me on. I'm always excited when I get a chance to talk shop with you. Definitely. It's always a good time. Hey, you know, um, I wanted to talk about a you know a handful of different things today and i think one thing i i would just start with is this um whether you're a loan officer or a lender executive whatever you, you know who, if you're in the mortgage industry and you're watching this because you're in the mortgage industry is you know generally why john you know i've been in this industry for 24 years john we were just talking about earlier um before this call was 27 years All right so we've seen and you've seen lots of different markets ups and downs and movements and 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 stuff you know and i think that's something that you know a you've been in this industry for a 27 year career i've had a 24 year career which means you can have a good long-term career in this industry definitely um b you know what what advice can you give you know people in the mortgage industry right now about where the market is and you know kind of how how to look at it and you know any, anything sure um well i i'll start by saying that uh as you pointed out, Josh, I've been in the business 27 years. Uh, I started when I was one year old. And uh, clearly you started when you were four, because we're both 28 now. And we've been <laughs> in the business just a little bit at a different time. Um, look, uh, this market has a very common uh, moniker that you'll hear a lot. And that's it's a cyclical business. Cyclicality uh, refers to the fact that things go up and things go down. And, uh, you know, much like uh, the stock market, this is probably one of the more volatile industries to choose. Um, however, there's a reason why you and I have been in, in it for so long. And that's because uh, the fact is, is that um, one of the core tenets of the American dream is homeownership. Um, you know, it's really what everybody terms the American dream is to own a home. Yep. Um, but being that this is, you know, really the the world leader in terms of uh, economy and, and financial uh, power uh, in the world, it's also very expensive to live here. And as a result, um, the vast majority of people in this country can't afford to just buy a home for cash. Um, and so people have to finance homes. And, you know, again, being a core tenet of uh, the society, one of the four pillars of the U.S. economy, uh, and also being one of the basic human needs is shelter, uh, people have to have some place to live. And so for as long as there uh, are, is going to, that's, that's going to be consistent, that's one of the core tenets of basic human need is shelter, you will have uh, opportunity in the mortgage space. Um, because we provide a very, very valuable service to people um, in helping them uh, buy homes and finance the homes um, and raise families and do all the other wonderful things that we get to do in homes. No, I, I think that that's, that's kind of, that's great how you said that, which is, 
Yeah, it's it's one of the pillars of the U.S. economy, and it is the American dream is home ownership. And you know, I and, and until people stop needing to own homes, right, or all of a sudden they're so cheap that everyone can pay cash for them overnight, right? There's going to be a mortgage industry, and that's you know, you know, for years what I told myself was there's always the right financial product for the market. There's always someone making money. There's people, we have customers who are making money right now. We have customers who are growing. They figured things out. You know, I look at the market size. And um, if you look at the MBA's forecast, I think this year is now 1.8 trillion or 1.9 trillion. Next year is 2.3, following year is 2.4 trillion. If you look at from two, like 2009 till 2000, I think like 19, the average origination uh, a year is 1.7 trillion. So this year is still going to be above what you know before that super hyper amount of you know low inventory you know super low rate environment created we're still going to be above what what's normal and we're going to continue to grow so you know there's going to be you know there's always money has to be made you know people are going to make money because otherwise people can't buy homes and mortgage companies can't exist right you're so right you know i tell uh my sales staff uh both on the retail side and and uh you know we try to counsel our customers on the wholesale side that you know everything is relative there will be five million home purchase transactions in the u.s next year five million okay uh you know we're we're we consider ourselves uh the the leader in non-traditional or non-qm lending in the country um and you know we funded twelve thousand loans last year a, a tiny portion of five million even if uh inventory and sales went down to four million we still have a tremendous amount of opportunity and it's a big pie there is space for a lot of people to exist in this uh business and and do well to help contribute uh to that that dream of uh home ownership so um there's always going to be financing and i i laugh because you know you, you bring up a great point about the size of the industry and the fact that if you go back and forward uh with past and, and future estimates, it's all kind of about the same. What isn't the same, though, uh, are interest rates. They've been all over the place. I can tell you when I started in this business, I was selling 17.99% uh, with 10 points up front. I'm pretty sure that's illegal nowadays. <laughs> but it, the fact is, is that I did it. I did it successfully um, because, you know, that's what the market bore at that time. So in relative terms, rates are still very, very close to historic lows. There's still great opportunity for people to be able to uh, finance um, homes, refinance homes. And uh, yeah, it, it's it's a great business for those that are committed to it. Yeah, no, that's, that's yeah, it's interest. Yeah, interest rates have been all over the market. I remember selling seven and a half points, seven and a half percent FHA with three points. And, you know, people being really happy with that, being excited that they got that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, but, and, 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 you know, it's so it's just a matter of knowing, you know, keep that's the mindset you have to go into it with. And so that means that in, in it being cyclical, sometimes you don't make as much. Right. And sometimes you make a lot more than normal. So you just have to kind of, you know, prepare for that and understand that and see how that, you know, and works. But then what I've always found my experience personal experience in the industry is about <clears throat> within 12 months of any of the market downturns over the last 24 years, and there's been like two or three, you know, where rates have actually moved more than a couple of percent. And I've always in the refinance side, within 12, six, 12 months, 
I'm usually had some of my best years of my life because, you know, I got hyper efficient, went back to the drawing board, went dug into the data, figured out what was going on, updated my systems, looked at my technology, started to really put things together and said, all right, you know, I got to be super efficient now. So how do I do that? And then, you know, you figure something out and then as you become super efficient, you do more of it. And you, you you, you stole my thunder there. I was actually going to give you a huge plug right now uh, because you're right. I don't know if you saw there was a bunch of articles out last uh, week in the last week or so that's stating that for the first year, uh, 2022, in recent history, that uh, or maybe in uh, all-time recorded history, the mortgage industry actually operated at a loss per loan as opposed to a profit. And, um, you know, I think it's forced a lot of companies to take a really hard look at their operational costs, their technology costs. And, you know, I'm hoping that we get a chance to discuss and celebrate later on in this conversation, but um, we did exactly that same exercise as an organization. And we were very close to industry CRMs, um, but we were being very cost conscious. And so when I had the opportunity to see what it was that Accelerate had to offer, at a fraction of the cost that this other provider, and I won't say who it was, uh, could offer, um, you know, you, you guys were able to deliver on all that we needed and more at a third the cost. And the onus is on us as responsible um, business leaders to make the most effective and efficient decisions for our, our employees, our organizations, and our customers. And uh, I feel like that's exactly what we did. And, you know, that's thanks to partners like Accelerate. No, I appreciate that. I mean, it, it, unless, unless you're Rocket Mortgage, you don't need, you know, you you, you want to work with companies. I think that, that what's helped us is we specialize in this industry, right? You know, we came from the mortgage industry. You know that, John, we've worked together in the past. Um, we've, you know, we understand this industry, we came from the industry. So our product was built specifically for industry. So the use cases that a loan officer or in your example, your account executives and your marketing managers go through doing their jobs. We understand that. So we built the system already tailored to, you know, what their, what, what their needs are. And I think that's, you know, what's allowed people like change to leverage the platform, you know, thus far. You know, that, that was, that was really one of the uh, biggest draws to me um to the platform is well first of all i had a personal relationship with you but you know as the saying goes business is business yep uh, i'm not gonna implement a system or technology that isn't right for our organization just because i like you as a person and we're personally friends um the reality of it is that uh people in your organization speak mortgage um they understand the challenges of uh, the point of sale, what things are important uh, to companies to be able to measure and manage, what's important to customers to be able to deliver, how do you speak in a voice uh, that speaks to the end customer, whether that's a broker on the wholesale side or whether that's a consumer on the retail side, um, you guys get it. And, you know, with the other solution that we were looking at, they're multifaceted and they're in many different industries. Um, and, you know, just in the initial conversations, not only was it more expensive, but they don't speak mortgage. And so the lift, um, the difficulty in getting something like that implemented is that much more difficult 
because we have to do so much more of the work. One of the nice things, um, you know, in dealing, we just, as you know, we just rolled out the wholesale platform over the last 60 days um, here is that, you know, when we're talking to your team and we say, hey, we need to change this field from saying customer to saying broker, um, there's not a question of why, what does that mean? What's the implications? You get it. And, um, you know, it saves time and frustration um, and just leads, I feel like, to a better working relationship. And then, you know, you, the fact that your company's smaller um, than other organizations, uh, it's been very accessible. Uh, you don't see this, but I've been participating on a number of the calls, the implementation calls, and there's a number of your senior leaders on the calls. There's some senior vice presidents that regularly uh, attend the meetings, and they're actively engaged in helping um, us be successful with this and implement it the right way. So it's not like you just took the account and said, hey, thanks, change for signing up with us, and you turned me over to a bunch of junior people. Uh, to try to do the implementation, we really feel like we're getting the full support of, of Incelerate, which has been nice. No, that's good. I mean, it's, you know, the business and what's interesting, and you and I are in the same business. <clears throat> I'm in software as a service, service, the service industry, you're in financial services, service industry. And so I think, you know, what we've always realized is it's about service. You know, if you can't be successful with the software, you're not going to continue to use it. And I'm going to lose you as a customer. You're going to be unhappy. And that's not going to be fun for me. I don't like talking to angry customers. No one likes to have, you know, someone is upset with what they have. Sure. So, you know, it, it's, you know, that, you know, something else that you mentioned, I like to call it, and you said it was, you know, a third of the cost is, is total cost of ownership. Right. So the total, it, it's, it's, you have to look at if you're going to go with some of the, you know, and large organizations like Change will go to, you know, some of the larger CRM systems out there, a Salesforce or Microsoft Dynamics and say, hey, we have a tech budget we're going to build and go after and do this. And so the cost of that's very expensive. And but, you know, so that's one thing to factor in. But the other thing that you said was kind of the, the, the uh, lift, the mental lift. And I, and I like to say this, it's the brain power. You guys, a, a lender has a certain amount of brain power. Any lender does, right? And you don't want to be using your best and brightest brain power to try to be figuring out something like what's the use case or what's the right permissions or tabs or rules for a mortgage loan officer. You want them figuring out how do I make my mortgage loan officer more successful? How do I improve my market? You know, right? You, you know, it takes a lot of mental uh, capacity off of you know, lenders out there, larger lenders who are trying to manage more complex, you know, systems that are made for, you know, many different industries. So therefore you have to have specialists and you have to have programmers. And if you, you know, we just recently wanted a client off of another, you know, a Salesforce uh, platform. They just said, Hey, listen, we liked it, what we had built in Salesforce, but at the end of the day, we can't afford the six full-time people we had to run it. Plus the system, yeah. it's just like, it's just too expensive. And on top of that, we had to pay for extra support here and, you know, it just was really expensive. And so now, you know, it doesn't get maintained, it doesn't get used, and it doesn't work. And now how can we save money? And oh, you know, you guys can fill that role. So I think now, that's one something. Of, one of the things that uh, we saw through, uh, I, I'm really glad that we went through uh, the, the RFP process with you guys, because 
um, you helped us recognize certain things that we didn't realize that we wanted or were going to want at some point in the future. So when we had a chance to look at, um, you know, the offerings that you had uh, that came with the baseline of the platform, and then we went back to this other large provider and realized like, uh-oh, this is going to be an add-on and this is going to be an add-on. So not only were they starting at a baseline, you know, that's how you guys got to being a third of the cost is because we realized that a fully built out system that would mirror what we were getting with Accelerate wasn't just going to be this baseline system that they were selling us. It was everything else that we would need to stack on top of that in order to just get to where you guys were at and they don't speak mortgage. So at the end of the day, uh, you know, the timing for us meeting for lunch that day and you know just happening to fall into the conversation was was precipitous for both of us and you know glad that glad that for both of us that it happened and i, I remember i had mentioned hey we had you know recently done a further tpo integration to encompass that some people have been really excited about you should you know take a look at it i think that was the uh you know after many conversations but yeah, yeah. no i think that's you know, we 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 like the industry. Um, it's you know, it's important to us. We've been you know, I've been in this for a long time. A lot of people that work for Insari have been in the mortgage industry for over ten years, so it's something that we all know. Um, so here, here's what I want to talk about next: is just change mortgage. <clears throat> Tell me a little about your um, your structure and you know your uh, mission statement, if you will, and then uh, you know how are you helping you know our our broker community get more loans, close more loans. Yeah, uh, I, I appreciate that conversation. And it's one of the things I love to talk about the most. Um, you know, the fact that we are different changes, a different kind of mortgage company. We are what's known as a community development financial institution or CDFI for short. And, you know, effectively, uh, it's a designation that's uh, granted by the U.S. Department of Treasury. Um, and we have a special mission. And our mission is uh, to expand uh, credit to all Americans. Um, and we do so. We're specifically approved as a CDFI for African Americans, Hispanics, and low to moderate income. That doesn't mean we only lend to those uh, groups that are mentioned. We actually lend to any and everybody that qualifies. Uh, we aim to make high credit quality loans uh, to people that deserve the opportunity um, to get financing. And so, you know, what it's enabled us, this CDFI designation, is to not only have the full plethora of normal products, I'll call them. We're direct to Fannie, we're direct to Freddie, we're direct Ginny uh, issuers. Um, we have the full suite of regular non-QM products that you might find at any other normal non-QM uh, company. Um, but in addition to all of that, we have a community advisory board uh, that's made up largely of people that uh, are part of the um, target market customers that we're approved for. And they help us understand what the needs of the community are, um, what types of barriers have been in place, sometimes structurally for many, many decades that uh, prohibit people of color primarily and low to moderate income uh, people from being able to get financing to uh, own a home. And then they helped us 
develop uh, unique products to address those communities. And uh, our flagship product, the one that I'm most proud of, is called the Community Mortgage. And uh, it's a program that allows us to uh, provide financing based on uh, three simple things, credit, collateral, and reserves. So, you know, we effectively take a look at somebody's credit history of pay on time. Uh, we take a look at the collateral through an appraisal, the property itself, and then we qualify uh, people based on uh, reserves that they have, and it could be as little as 12 months worth of reserves. It makes the process very, very simple. Um, you don't necessarily need employment on the application, nor do you need income on the application. And we found, and one of the reasons why we created this is it's a product that really helps uh, to serve a new term that I wasn't familiar with before I got here, and that's gig economy workers. And gig economy workers refers to people like DoorDash delivery folks or Uber drivers um, or you know other types of seasonal workers. And when you look at these industries, um, overwhelmingly large percentages of them are people of color and low to moderate income folks. And so these hardworking people um, that provide, you know, invaluable services, just think a couple of years back when we were all on lockdown from COVID, we couldn't survive without Instacart delivery people, right? How would you get your groceries? And these people working as hard as they did through yeah. some of the toughest times in our country's history, they couldn't even get qualified to buy a house in most uh, companies. And so we pay special attention to that and um, we track and, you know, I'm thankful to, to say that we are one of the, the largest CDFIs in the nation and we're the largest non-bank CDFI uh, in the nation by far. Um, and we've lent, you know, upwards of $25 billion over the last few years. So I'm, I'm really proud of that. And you're right, we are mission-based. And uh, I have a saying internally that uh, is up on our walls outside and it's do good by doing good uh, because we're able to do things that uh, are good for the community um, and it makes people feel good to be a part of something. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I <clears throat> I, I like the mission. Um, you know, I, I never thought about the fact that you're right. The gig economy workers are going to be low to moderate income and and a uh, higher percentage of people of color and that would affect them, you know, disproportionately. So I think that's, you know, that's, those are unique products that you guys have and it allows you to really serve the underserved. Right. Yeah. For, for our brokers to, you know, get to the second part of your question. Um, this is exciting, obviously for us as a company, it's exciting for these communities that we're able to expand credit for, but I'll tell you, it's also exciting for brokers. Um, because for brokers, particularly when you went from 2020, which is an unexpectedly uh, incredible year for the mortgage business, even though it was really terrible for the rest of the world, uh, being on lockdown, uh, 2020 and 2021 were some of the best years of mortgage history. 2022, the party came to an end and everything came to a screeching halt. And uh, all of a sudden, the loans that were falling out of the air, you now couldn't dig 50 feet into the ground to find, uh, you know, a remnant of a loan. And, you know, one of the great things about uh, our unique product set is it opens up the door to more people that a broker can qualify people for. We call that the unfair advantage. 
we are effectively giving brokers an unfair advantage by giving them a product that they can't get effectively anywhere else. So not only do they get the full suite of products that they would at some other company, but they also get this uh, specialty product uh, that will help them you know, build their business by an extra 20%. I can tell you internally, we're just getting ready to have a, a, um, a sales rally of sorts in the next couple of days. And uh, one of the things I'm highlighting to our retail loan officers is when I look back on our production uh, for 2022, um, we outperformed the general market um, by about 20%. And that's uh, because of this specialty product, which represented about 20%. So if I'm a broker and I'm saying like, gosh, uh, I want 20% more loans, sign up with change and you'll have an opportunity to get that 20% you wouldn't be able to get elsewhere. I like that. I think that's, you know, that, that comes down to the, the fact of being efficient. Two years ago, <clears throat> when anyone you talked to could, could qualify with a loan, you, you didn't have to get everyone out there. You just had to get, you know, your, your fair share of, you know, of the loans and you're happy. Now, if you talk to a hundred people, maybe, you know, 20 of them are going to transact in the next six months. You know, if you go out there, which is before, you know, that's not the reality. So if you're able to increase, you know, that 20 pool to 30, right? Because now all of a sudden you're, oh, instead of saying no, and it's a denial. It's, oh, hey, actually, we have this program. You qualify for it. Here's how it works. Here's your pre-approval. Go buy a house. That's, yeah, like that's that 20%, which, you know, for most lenders, if you look at it, when I was a lender, my last 20% of my loans was all my profit. Like I was typically, all, you know, I mean, I always use in seller. I had, the, I had this lead nurture program system that about 16% of my production came from. And somewhere between 16 and 20% of my loans is what ended up being my profit. So it's like, yeah. that's that, that's, you know, that is, I, I like the, I like the same unfair advantage. Yeah. yeah that's good. Um, so that, you know, I think if you're out there and if you're a broker, I would be looking at those products. Definitely. And I'm sure it's easy to get a hold of you, John. I mean, is it just, what's the website or someone wants to get a hold of you guys to find out more about this? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's changewholesale.com. Pretty easy. Um, and, uh, you know, you can find resources. Uh, we have an open architecture, so you can check rates. You can look at guidelines, matrices, um, all right from the website. Uh, you can certainly uh, submit an inquiry. Our turn times right now are uh, right at or under 30 days for loans. So we have Fantastic service for our brokers. Um, you know, we've got AEs across the, the country. We're licensed in 47 states in Washington, D.C. Um, so, you know, if you're watching from uh, New York or Massachusetts, I apologize. But uh, those are the only two places in the country right now that uh, we're not doing business. But, um, you know, the, this is this is really a, a special uh, place to be. And it's a special partnership that... Uh, that we like to, we would like to grow uh, to as many and help as many Americans as we possibly can. Awesome. Well, guys, if you want to get hold of John, you know, changewholesale.com. Uh, as you said, pretty simple. If you want to get hold of someone on Accelerate, just accelerate.com. Um, we'd love to speak to you as well and show you how, if you're, especially if you're a wholesale lender or a retail lender or a consumer direct, we handle all the channels. We'd love to talk to you, especially about the wholesale thing. Uh, it's, you know, we change did uh, challenge us to 
um, make some improvements. And they really were improvements that didn't exist in the industry. So we're now we have, you know, we've built some things that we know don't exist because, you know, you, you were using a system before ours and you evaluate other systems and we, you know, we kind of figure out what did not exist, which is why you were going to have to go build it on your own. So I, I really appreciate your guys' input on um, building that. That was yeah, really, listen, really, listen, really we're helpful. Tracking, we're tracking feedback right now, Josh, and um, our usage rates are uh, almost 3x what they were with our previous uh, uh, CRM, which was not built for wholesale. Um, and absolutely. so our wholesale AEs are absolutely uh, loving this. They're loving the opportunity uh, to be able to touch and uh, and and uh, communicate with their uh, clients uh, in a nice, simple, easy fashion. There's lots of ties to you know, social media, which is so big, there, there's really a lot of great bells and whistles. So you're not wrong. Uh, if there's anybody out there looking for a system, you absolutely owe it to yourself, take a hard look at Accelerate because it's it's pretty awesome. Awesome. Appreciate that, John. Susan, back at the CNBA, thank you for having us and everyone have a great day. Here we go.